2: Black talking in all things financial money investing and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, we'll keep it that kind of simple. We tend to talk a little bit about the stock market to start off the show. We get into a little bit more strategy. Three days a week, I'm doing three hours of radio, which includes Monday, Thursday, and Friday. I start at 6 a.m. Sometimes I sit in for Chad at 6 a.m. as he does Tuesdays and Wednesdays as CFP Chad Burton for EP Wealth. This is a show really dedicated to you, and Provident Credit Union sponsors it, and I dig it. Um, soon to be interviewing Provident Credit Union live on this air to add some insights on why credit unions are a valuable part of your life and should be strongly considered uh, as your banking choice of finances. A couple things I want to hit briefly and fast. Cruise lines are cruising. I know you're saying... Nice line, Rob. Does it work often? Never. You know the line that want, I wanted to work for me as a kid? You know, I was always nervous approaching girls. I'd be like, ah, uh, hi. <laughs> so when I had two kids, I'm like, I want their middle names to be danger and trouble. So that when they meet a lady of the opposite sex that makes their eye twinkle, they can go, um, just so you know, um, it's nice to meet you, but danger is my middle name, just warning you. And like, no, it's not. And then they pull out their ID and it, it's like, boom, danger black. <laughs> in trouble. And my other um, way of naming a kid, if I wasn't going to go that way, the other way that I was going to go is name him like P F F F F T, Because I think it's funny. I think names like Robert and Andrew are stupid. But that's just me. You live once, be colorful. Thank you for the the, the tip in. The password is irreverent insights. Yeah, that's a good one. Small caps colli- collapsed yesterday. I know you're saying that's interesting. I look at the market's not really like, oh, it hit an all-time high. I'm looking at some of the internals like did the transports do well or did the small caps do well? Was it big tech that did well? To me when you say the S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the Nasdaq, you're saying index. Too many things going on there. It's a mess. It's like watching 6-year-old soccer. They go to where the ball is. All all seven players or all eight players because they're playing four on four. They just go to where the ball is. They don't space out. They don't anything intelligent. It's just a mess. It's crazy. So I look inside markets for market internals. Yesterday, small caps collapsed 1.6 percent while the S and P and Nasdaq and Dow all finished flat. Communication technologies and financials up. Basic materials down. Cryptos crept back. As Bitcoin bopped below fifty six thousand for the first time since March twenty nine, one analyst today is calling for Bitcoin to hit four hundred thousand this year, which is essentially a double to the hundred thousand level, a double to the two hundred thousand level, and a double to the three hundred four hundred thousand level. The fang gang flew. You know who's going to fly soon? Rob Black makes a prediction. Let's write this one down. April eight. 2021 facebook's gonna have a cryptocurrency wallet available to you soon and when they do bitcoin goes higher and all you're gonna have to do is check a box if you don't agree with me on that one you need to change channel because you and i don't see eye to eye and i hate you i hate you you ruined my life carnival cruise line is cruising That's nice to hear, right? Despite the cruise line's $2 billion first quarter loss, Carnival reported its booking volume up 90% from fourth quarter 2020. Mm. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. Carnival's expecting you. I'm happy for them. You're never going to find me on a cruise line. Come aboard. Captain Steuben and Gopher wants you and julie we're expecting you and they should have jumped the shark when they brought on julie's little niece or nephew when you bring a 12 year old on to a kind of a body pg-13 show where you get to see celebrities in bikinis and you get to see tony danza in a banana I mean, yeah, no 12 no year cruise love. Lions, love. Cruise lions. uh norwegian cruise lines all big winners yesterday Um, Jamie Dimon thinks the stock market runs until 2023 or he thinks it could now Jamie Dimon is one of those people I will never speak ill of because he could possibly kill me he seems that rich and powerful I once brought up the guy from Fisher Investments on the air and I said I met some of the salespeople, and they were just kind of douchey 20 year old kids talking about ripping off not ripping off they're douchey 20 year old kids talking about how they're going to change the world of finance by helping their customers that they've never met before get into high-expense, loaded funds that they're never going to be able to get out of with high-pressure sales tactics. And I said it on air, and one hour later, the head of Fisher Investments calls me up and says, I heard you had something to say about my company. And I was fearful. This guy's worth a billion dollars. He's going to kill me. Jamie and I am in the same exact situation that... I'm not implying mafia. I'm implying that billionaire status scares me. Like, eh, I can make fun of Elon Musk. I think he has a sense of humor about it. When he says price target on uh, Tesla's 420, and it happens to be 420 is marijuana day, which don't get me wrong, but January, February, March, April, we're in month four. It's 12 days till marijuana day. Yesterday was National Beer Day. Is April not the best month of the year? National Beer Day and. Marijuana day? Have you ever been to the prices, right? It's tiny. If you ever get a chance to look, they use this weird fishbowl lens. It's only like 15 rows deep, and it's tiny. There's like 60 people in the audience. And you have to be one of those 60s that stand out as just loud and obnoxious. So if you don't wear a shirt, you're not getting on. But anyway, totally digress. My sister wanted to get the family into prices right or into family feud. I wanted to get the family into prices right. I know you're saying that's way too much information. And I mostly agree with you on that one. 800 1220 to get your calls on the air last, uh, right now. Last night I had a nightmare. Why hasn't there been a Turner and Hooch sequel? I know you're saying, Turner and Hooch, wasn't that Tom Hanks? Yes. Isn't Tom Hanks the guy who played the captain of the airplane? Yes. Isn't he the guy who played Private Ryan? Yes. Wasn't he the guy who is in every war movie? Yes. When asked about the movie that he was fired from, Henry Winkler said, let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did with Turner. Henry Winkler didn't get along with Tom Hanks? Who knew? Um, Dudley, Mur- Dudley Moore turned down the role of Turner, which opened the door for Tom Hanks' big career break. I <laughs> know you're saying you're kidding, right? As was John Larroquette considered. How did Tom Hanks fall behind John Larroquette? Um Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, they all turned down the role. This keeps me up. Greatest video of all time. Uh, that's right but it is okay go i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing more find me online at robblackshow.com
1: of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit ProvidenceCU.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220
0: KDOW. Yeah, let's raise our hands for a moment.
2: Leave it all behind. I'm Rob Black talking all things Don't financial, money, investing, or thanks for listening to the show. The blind the blind. Monday was a good day for the stock market. Tuesday and Wednesday was listless. A little bit of all th- three of the days kind of combining today, jumping into the blender. Apple is continuing to groove. It's trading up today. The company has delayed its MacBook and iPad production due to component shortages. Amazon is up almost 1%, Alphabet up, Microsoft up, Tesla up, Facebook up. tiny, big tech, doing well. Initial jobs claims report hasn't driven much of anything. It came in above 700,000, 744,000. We wanted 678,000. It's a bad number. But again, we keep looking, okay, Biden, that stimulus is hitting now. Now we're looking to those jobs start coming back. Now, we got the jobs coming back in the jobless report last week. This is separate. This is how many people got laid off. But last week, we got just a blowout number that we're very, very pleased with. Unemployment rate fell to 6%. I want unemployment somewhere between 4 and 6%. Now, the unemployment rate for Blacks and Latins, uh, Latinos in America, it's unacceptable. In some cases, it's twice as high as Caucasian it's unacceptable we could do better now that's a stickier problem than i could solve there's a lot of issues structurally with education and racism in the united states that i'm not good enough for but we're digesting that i think we're going into a golden age of travel in the 1920s, after WW1 and the Spanish flu, remember 100 years ago, almost to the day, we had the Spanish flu. But in the 1920s, post-Spanish flu, the number of car miles driven nearly doubled in five years. People were pent up, and they were ready to roll. In the 1950s, following World War II, you got commercial airline volume f- soared six-fold, I see a very similar roaring twenties, swinging sixties macro-like environment. Call me cray cray, but I feel it. Now, one of the things that I did during the pandemic was I hung out with my children more. <laughs> Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. I'm like, who are these little children around the house? And the sugar munchers? They're your children and i'm like prince charles i'm like i don't have children well apparently i do um, one of the things kids like from the age of six to 14 15 maybe is wrestling wrestling i was never in wrestling because i grew up overseas but i could see myself what you gonna do hulkamania and my 24 pythons run wild on you a little Hulkamaniac, say your prayers, take your vitamins. You will never
0: go wrong.
2: I missed the Holmester. I fear no man, no beast, or evil brother. These are all bumper stickers that you can live life by. Although he also did say, I totally understand OJ, I get it. Well, that was ill-timed. Uh... <laughs> Hulk said, I've been knocked out a few times, but I have no idea how many concussions I've ever had. Well said, my friend. Well get said. Her done. Get her done. Anyway, the WWE about 10 years ago got this bright idea like, screw TNT and Fox. Let's just go start our own internet streaming service. We don't need them. And then we'll get people to sign up and we'll get all the money. We won't have to share the money. Well, after the during the pandemic, they got the bright ideas like, Uh, We're just going to sell the rights to uh, Peacock, which is NBC's Netflix. So WWE is going to host their Super Bowl of Wrestling this weekend, and it's going to be on NBC Universal's Peacock. So if you get Peacock, you get to watch WWE's Super Bowl WrestleMania event. And during the pandemic, it got kind of glorious. The Undertaker had a cemetery-style match. That was all that in a bucket of chicken if you like wrestling and I don't necessarily, I'm just reporting on it and I'm acting enthusiastic because I'm supposed to do it made a $1 billion relationship with Peacock. We'll produce the content. You distribute the content. We can't compete with the number of subscribers that Peacock gets versus Netflix versus, uh, uh HBO max for yeah, Disney plus. So, and again, interesting that oh, WWE didn't end up on Disney plus, and yet Disney Plus is focused on children aged six to 15. I think Disney and WWE have the same audience on some levels. WWE had to innovate on the fly. And during the pandemic, they spent a lot of money moving events to Florida and invested in the Thunderdome, which was an indoor complex built in Florida because Florida's like, eh, we'll, we'll relax some of the, the COVID rules. Now, they're going to be able to get 40,000 people into Raymond James Stadium, 25,000 people into Raymond James Stadium where the Super Bowl was just played. Um, and it's going to be a live event. And it's going to, everyone from the NFL to the NBA is going to be looking at it and like, I wish we had 25,000 fans. There's going to be seating pods, di- distribution of masks, there's going to be hand sanitizer. The um, Only thing different is because they can have people down on the floor WWE needs to get back to arenas. Arenas are starting to open back up. California is said, you know, mid-June, you can have people back. And I'm like, I should buy baseball tickets for August. Because I don't want to be the June or July guy, because I I just feel everyone's going to be like slobbering all over each other. Like, This is great. This is great. This is great. I'm having popcorn outside with other people. And I I just don't want to be part of that nerd out experience. Eh, I'm going to wait until August or, you know, kind of thing. But WWE's real transition started in COVID-19 when they started firing executives. They experimented with drone cameras, with more pyrotechnics, with augmented reality that they couldn't do before because they had live bodies in the stands. And uh, they learned a lot. Google Undertaker Cemetery-style match. And you'll be like, that's not what I was really expecting. And again, I bring this up only because I think it's almost genius to evolve. Um, I know you're saying, isn't that Darwinian? For the companies that couldn't evolve, shouldn't they make the wood chipper? I mean, baseball came up with cardboard cutouts. The WWE made little miniature films of The Undertaker coming out of the ground and looking at his gravestone and then wrestling actually took place in a graveyard like that's cool that's storytelling that's that's big money being spent well wrestlemania 37 is kicking off this weekend it'll be interesting to see and watch it's a big win for wwe it's a big win for reopening it's a big win for entertainment it's a big win for getting back to where we could have been had we not got into this covid mess in the first place and again Am I putting this kind of credit on Vince McMahon and Triple H and Hulk Hogan and the Gravedigger? Or the Undertaker? The Gravedigger's a monster truck. Excuse me for mixing those up. I'm so, so sorry. But it's also not lost me that they're going to produce content and they're not going to be a streamer per se. They're going to work for a streamer. That's going to be a big trend in the future as streaming services max out. I'm Rob Black talking all things Whoa.
1: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit Providencecu.org. Now back to Rob Black and your Money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM1220 KDOW.
2: I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for trying to understand where I'm going. I already talked a little bit about there's a big router delay now of up to 60 weeks. Um, Lead time from when you design a semiconductor to when you get it laid out on a chip design to when it gets fabricated to when it gets cooked to when it gets delivered is up to 60 weeks. So <clears throat> when you're getting a new router in 60 weeks from now, you're going to be like, oh, this is cutting-edge technology. and eh, not so much. And this is bad news because it's coming when we're cut, when needing more 5G gear. Um, that could be a negative. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying, like, <clears throat> sell the market because we have a semiconductor shortage. But it's certainly not a great sign. Elsewhere in the world of money, 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 one um, of the big stories right now, car companies are trying to figure out electric vehicles versus resurrecting classic cars. You got to admit one negative on electric vehicles is they're trying to be futuristic in styling. And at some point in time, we're going to be like, I miss the old looking cars. Um, whether it's a Ford Falcon, a Toyota Privia, a Honda CRX, a Chevy S10, classic looking cars are, are going the way of the dodo bird. <clears throat> and because of that, I think down the road, you're going to start seeing a unique EV maker say, let's just make it look like a classic Ford Falcon or a Chevy Bel Air. Uh, Chevy Bel Air is classic custom convertibles in my mind. Um, <clears throat> but again, I'm starting to put my own little world spin in things. Climate stress is rising, right? Can we agree on that or not? Uh, Bill Gates is buying, he's the largest owner of farmland in the United States. Why? Because he thinks the climate's stressed. Now, you don't have to believe in the story to follow this story. I, I do think we've got too much carbon. I, I do think that this Earth is kind of chemically balanced and we're changing it by living on the planet. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Will we evolve? We, will we, <clears throat> Do we have to do it? I don't know. That's where I'm going to leave that to a sociologist or someone smarter than me, a futurist. All I can tell you that is if you start thinking about droughts and floods and hurricanes and global disasters, and if you feel that they're rising as an investor, you should have a spidey sense tingling that says, John Deere, John Deere, Caterpillar, Caterpillar, companies can move dirt. Because as climate heats up, that should threaten global crop yields and it should raise prices. And as it raises prices, farmers should go, I need to get that corn out of the ground right now. Let's go buy a corn husker. So DEER, ticker symbol DE. Caterpillar, ticker symbol CAT. AGCO, ticker symbol AGCO. And Corteva are the big players in agriculture. Climate change is now a... In financial terms, it's considered a weakening global economic growth catalyst. The more people believe climate change is affecting crops, um, the more it's being built into financial models, and thus it's becoming a bigger source of investment. Decarbonizing the atmosphere is turning into a big business. Investing in technologies to mitigate climate change could be a global jobs program that would help ease some of the losses. Induced by the pandemic. I've got neighbors who have kids between 15 and 25, and they won't eat meat because it's bad for the planet. They want private jets banned because it's bad for the planet. And I'm taking my cue from them because I believe the children are a future. In terms of spending, I do. They're the biggest free spenders out of all categories. If you're a baby boomer, you're old. You're saving your money, your penny pension. You're waiting to die. Please, if you're a baby boomer, don't write the radio station. It was just a figure of speech. If you're uh, Generation X, you are sent your kids to college, and now you're like, do we have enough to retire? I heard Rob Black say the average person my age has $255,000. That's not enough. That'll barely um, survive a bad year or a bad situation in a car or a roof. So I I believe the people 15 to 35 are going to eat less meat. But that we still need crops going forward to feed our people. A global green, no, no, a green global infrastructure package is being put together Growing momentum for a green new deal in the United States has already fueled a surge in clean tech stocks and related industries. This is big business. $200 billion opportunity by the year 2050. As we start figuring in crop prices and demand of renewable diesel fuel, agricultural data analysis, seed technology, which trust me, 20 years ago when I talked about seeds, there's a company called Monsanto that they could figure out how to grow corn, for lack of a better example, in a desert. They can make a seed that can grow corn in a desert, or wheat in a desert. And you're like, but deserts are aired and dry, and they got sand. But companies like Monsanto are like, but we can manipulate the chemical DNA of inside the seed, and we can make it work. And then people got pretty freaked out, like, is that a genetically modified corn husk? I don't want it. That could grow a head out of my head. Which for me, if a two-headed person's worth a lot more money than a one-headed person, if I'm a circus uh, barker, but I'm not a circus barker. But if I were, it's like you know the princess who kisses the frog. The frog's like, if you kiss me, I'll turn into a prince. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just grab that thing. A talking frog's worth a lot more than a prince. Just my opinion. Bud, wise Err. So agricultural CapEx, capital, CapEx means capital expenditures. Capital expenditures means buying big equipment to run your business. Intel needs semiconductor equipment to make semiconductors. CapEx budgets are getting bigger for agricultural. Bigger budgets equal bigger investment opportunities. Seed producers, chemical suppliers, biofuel manufacturers, farm equipment companies deforestation of the world. Um, Is it a thing? When you see California burn like California's burnt in the last 10 years and how many trees are gone, how many millions of acres of oxygen-producing trees and 20 years prior to... And same thing has happened in Australia in the last 10 years. And 20 years prior to that, we're talking about the rainforest and the same thing happening. Can't cut down every tree. Otherwise, we're going to have problems breathing worse than COVID. So here's what I'm going to suggest, whether you believe me or not, uh, on global warming. And I'm not a big global warming guy. I'm not an anti-global warming guy. I'm just saying Wall Street looks at it and uses the data. There's the Global Agricultural Producers ETF, ticker symbol is VEGI, V-E-G-I, V-E-G-I. Just take a look at it. Is it going to be as strong as Facebook when they add a Bitcoin wallet? No. But is it something that can help your portfolio? Yes. Do you need another growth stock? It's like, it's like eating candy. Um, I once was involved in a writing project where a kid was stuck in kind of um, a make-believe world where a vampire was kind of controlling the kids by giving them candy houses and Halloween every day and Christmas every other day and all these great childhood memories, but he'd give them candy, candy, candy and the kids were like eating it and eating it and eating it. And then one kid was able to see the reality versus the augmented reality. And the reality was that they were eating sand. And that this vampire was just getting them all plump and fat so he could suck their blood. I kind of see that going on here. John Deere stock is up 40% for the year, up 163% over the last 52 weeks. It trades at 22 times the next 12-month earnings. It's cheaper than Facebook. It's cheaper than Apple. It's cheaper than Google. I'm still more attracted to Facebook, Apple, and Google. I'm like you. But in my head, I'm like, don't forget John Deere. Don't forget John Deere. Don't forget Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Did Rob just say, take a look at the Morgan Stanley Country Index Global Agriculture Producers ETF, Veggie, VEGI, as a place to start your ideas? Yes. Archer Daniels Midland, ticker symbol ADM. Corteva, Deer. The ETF has been a big winner-winner chicken dinner in the last 52 weeks. Crushing the S&P 500, telling you that the world believes in crops and food. I think we're in an agricultural super cycle where these stocks will outperform their historical norms. Will they be Facebook, Apple, and Google? Will they be as good as Tesla stock? Nope. But I fear waking up one day in five, 10 years, having eaten a lot of Apple and Tesla and Facebook and Google, and finding out I was just eating sand. There's nothing wrong with diversification. In the 1990s, we called it diversification. And because if you didn't own tech stocks, you didn't make millions. But then 2000 came around, and if you owned tech stocks, you went bankrupt, or you lost it all. What you gained, you lost. The thief of all ways, you can't just purge on candy. It's, it's going to be bad. You got to think agricultural and other ways to get substance. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money investing. I sound incredibly confident doing the show and I don't want you to use that with investment advice I am fully invested I've got a chunk of cash that I wish I had left in the market but I have a chunk of cash that I'm looking to redeploy into other ideas it is less than 10% of my total net worth probably closer to 3% um, was it perfect on my end? Nope Am I okay with uh, pulling a little bit of money at the end of last year? Yep. Um, Because the stuff I pulled it out of has gone sideways, and I thought it was going to go sideways slightly down. On some levels, I was right. But watching the S&P 500 hit an all-time high makes me go, ugh. Today, shares of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google all higher. We're thinking about Joe Biden's administration's $2 trillion infrastructure plan that includes a corporate tax hike, 28%. But he said he's willing to negotiate on that. I've seen some companies like Amazon go, yeah, we need to be part of the solution, too. We get that. What? (laughs) Um, I think the smartest thing that I said today was after the 1920s, there was a recovery from World War I and the Spanish flu, which rocked the world just like COVID-19 has. The number of car miles driven nearly doubled in five years, and the 1950s commercial airline volume soared sixfold after World War II. I see that kind of reopening coming Um, because I feel it in my wallet. I'm hoping I see it in yours too, but from talking to neighbors, and that's one of the most dangerous things you could do is you see the unemployment claims climbing, like I hope my neighbor wasn't unemployed. We tend to project economic data onto our neighbors, we're like, well, I still have my job, and I'm still getting my paycheck, but I wonder if Joe across the street does. Maybe we shouldn't go on vacation. Maybe we should see if they're got if they going to go on vacation. Try not to do that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So Joe Biden said 28% tax rate. It's higher than it currently is, but it's lower than it was before Trump. On some levels, he's willing to negotiate. If we get infrastructure, we get even more gasoline on the stock market. And we can get infrastructure by the Democrats saying, you know what? Republicans, we saw what you did with the judges. We're going to do it with some spending bills. You guys didn't slow down appointing Senate, Senate, not Senate, Supreme Court justices, You guys rushed this through. You didn't let Obama rush one through. We're going to get you back on that one. I kind of think that's going to happen. But again, I'm no political analyst. I'm just telling you my my history has told me that don't be surprised. Um, StockX, their valuation is now at $3.8 billion. They are the company that buys and sells shoes. I don't get it. I don't get an analyst saying Bitcoin should go to 400000 this year, which is a double from where it currently is, a double after that, and a double after that. But one thing that he said was, the way the world is spent printing money, if you take a look at our deficit, and you do it on a bar graph, and you take a look at where our deficit was in the 1980s versus the 1990s versus the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, and I'm not blaming administrations but it seems to get worse and worse it seems to get higher and higher and not in a Van Halen or Van Hagar kind of way we'll get higher and higher straight up we'll fly but in a way of who's going to pay for this kind of way with that said we've said that our whole lives so I'm not necessarily of that we have to protect at all costs against this. I don't think that's the case. Let's hope I'm wrong. Or let's hope I'm right. I guess it depends on what side of the fence you're on, right? Because trust me, mostly, not most, a large chunk of emails coming from you to me at rob at are concerned about debt. And how do I protect against debt? How do I do this? How do I'm like, if you can't beat them, join them. Play the game. But that doesn't fly with some people, and I get why. Um, let's see. Gold is fighting a battle with Bitcoin, and gold is fighting a battle with the economy. I'm not a gold person. I'm probably more of a Bitcoin person than a gold person. Wow, did I just say that on air? I think I did. Bitcoin sitting up $972 a day, sitting at 57828 Something I haven't talked about in a while is crude oil. Crude oil is one of the segments that should benefit throughout the rest of the year as we reopen. As we start talking about a golden age of flying, a golden age of travel, we will consume fuel to get there. So oil still should be on your radar but the green deal that Biden's trying to put together may be you're overweight. Now, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about that. The financial sector, to me, has banks, stockbrokers, and insurance companies. The insurance companies, to me, are the most conservative. The brokers are kind of middle of the road, and the banks might be the growthier of the three, or sometimes the brokers and the banks. But same thing could be said here of what's the sexier of the two trades, I'm not trying to turn it into that Just trying to throw it down out there That you have a lot to think about With the reopening trade, oil should still be in play The hotels, the airlines should still be in play The airlines, you can bifurcate them Into domestic versus international Clearly domestic travel Should come back faster than international travel As some of the From lack of a better phrase, third world countries Developing countries aren't getting their shots As fast as the developed countries are why because of do me i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more find me online at robblackshow.com Can't
0: fake the
1: feelings you get in your-